They are. You guys could see Heather right now. She has her (laughs) hand, her head in her hands, shaking it as if she's just. I wish I was there eating these right now. (laughs) She just looks kind of happy but forlorn that it's on the other side of the country. (laughs) They're so good. That's tough. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, Episode 307. The world's most expensive dessert, and no, this is not a joke, was a $75 million birthday cake purchased by a buyer in the UAE for his daughter's birthday and engagement party, and which included a dozen five-carat white diamonds, 4,000 regular diamonds, and a 5.2-carat pink diamond. That makes that $1,600 cupcake seem like a steal. Last year in Vancouver, I visited a gelato store that claimed to have the most gelato flavors in the world, 207 different flavors to be exact. And while it was awesome and kind of a pilgrimage in its own right, the fact is the gelato there just wasn't that good. It was fun to go. It was fun to see. It was mayhem. And there were 207 flavors. But the gelato quality wasn't that great, and it didn't make my best desserts list for that reason. That's one of the things I love about Tortuga backpacks. They operate like a fine gelato store. They have a multitude of options, but not too many. They focus on quality and not just quantity. They do the things that they do well. They give you the options of a few different types of backpacks, and you know every single one of them is going to be a good choice. That's exactly what I like about a quality gelato store, the same thing I like about Tortuga backpacks. So if you're looking for the best travel backpack out there, head on over, check out their offerings at tortugabackpacks.com. Don't forget to use the promo code EPOP E-P-O-P, because that'll get you 10% off your entire order. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your co-host, Heather Sherry, and joining me today is the man, Travis Sherry. Oh, thank you, Heather. (laughs) Great intro. (laughs) Nicely done. Super excited to have you intro the show. That's the very first time that I have not introed the show in 300 plus episodes, so... There you have I it. don't know if I can live up to your enthusiasm, I don't know. Though. Tweet us. Let us yeah. know. You want Heather to intro the show? <laughs> we'll do what the people ask. Welcome, guys. Super excited for today's show. Just a one part of what is now our eight-part year in review. This is going to be a mini episode. If you listened to the coffee and wine episode, we, we broke these out. So last year, 2017, we did a best coffee, wine, desserts, and beer all in one episode. And then we thought, okay. 
a lot of people like that, but maybe some people don't want to listen to the beer part, or they don't want to listen to the wine part, or you know this or that. Again, everyone wants to listen to the dessert part, so that's why you guys are here listening to this. So we broke them out to do a little mini episode, so we just did the best coffee and wine, if you want to listen to that. Heather really took hold of, uh, of that <laughs> show, since she's the coffee and wine drinker. Uh, today in the desserts, we're both going to be giving you our eight favorite desserts, 16 total desserts from 2017, and then we're going to be coming out with our best beer podcast shortly as well as part of our year in review. Just to catch you off the speed, if you have missed it, part one of our year in review is all our travel stat teth. We talked about miles and how many places we slept, and we kind of just we dive into the nitty gritty and the nerdy bit of the stats. Part two is the superlatives. Our best... Of the best kind of, you yeah. know, our best Like the high school yearbook hotel, I was just The best, yeah. Yeah, part three was our best meals. And then we just did coffee and wine. Now we're going to be talking desserts. Obviously, one of our favorite things of the year. I mean, we love eating. I'm not going to say I like desserts more than regular food, but desserts are pretty fun in their own right. There's always room for ice cream. There's... Uh, that is one of my favorite quotes. <laughs> there's always room for ice cream. And speaking of ice cream, there's going to be a lot of ice cream on my list this year. Yeah, I did do a lot. It's an ice cream heavy list. It's absolutely an ice cream slash for me carb heavy <laughs> list. It's Isn't all, that all dessert? Either ice cream or carb? I guess. my Mine's more it's just like ice cream or donuts, really. We have a lot oh, of... I, I don't want to spoil all it, right. but like we'll just hop in here and get Let's into hop in. it. You start. You're number eight. So my number eight is neither... Donuts nor ice cream, but it is a shout out to my sister. I don't know why I've been loving shout outs so much, but my sister Julie is amazing at making desserts. And when I was thinking back over the year, I'm like, what restaurant did we go to that had like an amazing dessert? And I just, I couldn't really think of any. And then I thought of at my baby shower and at our lake vacation in New Hampshire, my sister Julie made this cream cheese cookie fruit tart, which is so good. And people just devour it. And it was my number eight because... I interesting I, I enough. It. I have a few shout outs to relatives <laughs> as well on my Get desserts out, list. Really? Because here's the thing. These were just my favorite desserts of yeah. 2017. Yeah. So I'm sorry if you can't have these. Now you could come to maybe our family reunion <laughs> sure. or something like that to get these. But my number eight is, and I've loved these for years. And my mom, bless her heart, not the greatest cook. She'll be the first to admit that. But she makes these fantastically well. This is well. so funny and that we is, both have a number eight that's a family My mom's thing. peanut butter and butterscotch rice crispy <laughs> treats. So you either love or hate these. Heather, yeah, I don't like not them. a fan because she, I don't, you don't really like butterscotch. No. But everyone who loves like that crazy sweet flavor, especially with peanut butter in it too, um, loves these. And I, every year my mom makes these usually for, for Christmas. She'll make them other times too. And I cannot stop eating these. Yeah. These are like it's I could stop eating Rice Krispie treats, regular Rice Krispie treats. These you put in your mouth and they almost dissolve. And so I'm just inhaling probably <laughs> thousands of calories at a time. But my mom's peanut butter and butterscotch Rice Krispie treats, they don't even have marshmallow in them because peanut butter holds them together. Yeah, that's the so thing not for me. Sticky. I love the marshmallow part of the Rice Krispie treat. So, yeah. yeah. Well, look up a recipe or maybe I can even tweet it out if I can find the one <laughs> she uses. Who knows? She She's probably using the same one for the last... 25 years but uh that's my number eight that's peanut butter and funny. butterscotch race yeah treats. shout out to our families way to go we have shout good families fans. all right my number seven is back into the i guess commercial desserts not family um made but maybe family run it's 50 licks in portland oregon now trav was not the hugest fan of 50 licks but i had the coffee 
with the chocolate as beep, yeah, F-U-C-K. I think people understand. <laughs> yeah. Ice cream and the two, the, the, those two flavors mixed together on a hot summer day. Oh my gosh, I thought it was amazing. It was so delicious. So 50 licks, Portland. Yeah, I, Yum. everyone, I, there's going to be a Portland ice cream shop on my list. And everyone <laughs> said to me, hey, this 50 licks is as good, or not everyone, but some people like 50 licks is a, is a competitor to this other and one. And I, I would say it is a competitor. I, mean, I don't it's think number it's near seven. as good. Well, I don't you know. think it's near as good. My number seven, staying on the, uh, in the Pacific Northwest, also staying in the ice cream genre, but hmm. just heading a bit north, that is Rooster Ice Cream in Vancouver, oh, Canada. So snap. we... I tried a lot of ice cream in the month that we mm-hmm. spent in Vancouver, and this was my second favorite ice cream. Now, it was also right next to our friend's apartment yeah. that we stayed at, so sometimes convenience is key. I mean, it was yeah. very good. It was good, especially the cookie ice cream sandwich. Yes, that's what I was getting to, was the oh, fact that the ice sorry. cream was good, but they also had pre-made cookie Oops. ice cream sandwiches. I didn't mean to spoil that for you. And they also then, if they didn't have the flavor you wanted, they would make it for you. So that was a nice little treat because they were Delicious. good cookies too. Yeah, really good. So really Rooster good. Ice Cream yeah, in Vancouver. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Great little spot. Great little <sighs> spot. Anyway, well, I'm glad it was on your list. Yeah. My number six is a not ice cream, but donuts. Boldu Donuts in Barcelona. I don't know why we went here like two times at least. They just were these mini donuts and they were so delicious. And you could get like, I don't know, four mini donuts for a euro. It was really cheap, but they were just so good. I loved them. I don't know. I was just, I love donuts. I'm really like into donuts, especially. Yeah, you are really into donuts. I I love donuts. You like donuts more than I like. I mean, is there anyone who doesn't like donuts, right? <laughs> but I, I like donuts like a normal person li- likes donuts. <laughs> Heather loves donuts, whereas I think the same way for ice cream with me. Like, you enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I like But you ice might cream. not go fanatical about it. I probably crazy. like donuts and or cookies better than oh, ice see. cream. Nah. And especially like being pregnant, I just always wanted to eat donuts. And you always I would send eat you cook- out for donuts. Yeah. And you always want to eat cookies now because she's always making homemade cookies. <laughs> and listen, I'm trying to lose weight. How do you t- <laughs> you smell those cookies in the oven? They're ready in eight minutes, and you're like, oh, I can't. I'm not going to have any. And three cookies okay. later, that's okay. And I'm done. To be fair, I'm going to shout out to all mamas out there. You have to if you have to eat oatmeal. Apparently, I didn't know this. Apparently, apparently. you know, if you want to like produce more breast milk. And my doctor said to me, eat oatmeal every day, even if it's a cookie. Trav doesn't believe she yeah, said even this. Even if it's a cookie, not <laughs> even if it's 10 cookies. So make one cookie and eat it, and then I don't have to eat it. Been making Speaking a lot of, of cookies, cookies. My number six is our cookies. I'm not, I'm not, really? I like cookies, but Your they're not my favorite. Your number six is cookies? Yes. So these are the cookies from DZ Akins in San Diego. So oh. we went with Epop listener, yeah. an awesome dude. Neil took me all around San Diego, and his family owns a place called DZ Akins, which is a deli, um, and they do tons of awesome desserts and, and sandwiches and all, everything a big deli would do. But Heather was sick a lot. Um, she was pretty morning sick while we were in San Diego, so she she wasn't getting oh, yeah. out much. I just really hung at the hotel. Yeah. It was so pretty boring for she, me. <laughs> she was at DZ Akins with us, and they gave us what was supposed to be a two-pound box of cookies. It was not. It was like two times five. It was yeah, like a 10 pound box of cookies. So many cookies in this box. I forgot about they this. They were fantastic. All these so different flavors good. and kinds. 
So what was neat about this cookie experience, other than the <laughs> fact that I probably put on five pounds from eating it, was that when Heather was sick and she didn't want to go out to eat and we, she was just at the hotel, this box of cookies was just like left there. Like sustained me. So it sustained her for like two <laughs> days. And of course, I ate a lot too. And we just eat so many of these cookies and not even make a dent. Like yeah. I'd look it's in the like box the and never think, ending box how, of cookies. How, like, are these cookies just magically appearing? So they were v- both quality and mm, quantity from these Akins. I forgot about that experience. Yeah, that's my number six. Awesome. My number five is another donut shop. This time it's in Philly. Can you guess what it is? Um, Federal Donuts. Yes. It is not Byler's Donuts, which we've talked about multiple times and on podcasts. Ha- Uh-oh. I still like Byler's Donuts, but... Has I'm a donut really, place superseded Byler's? Well, only because we... Byler's is a little more challenging to get to because it's in Reading Terminal Market and the parking's a pain. So we don't go that often. And they also totally changed up my favorite donut. I can't, don't, don't they know who you are? I, I know. Seriously. You just the Extra Pack of Peanuts <laughs> podcast today. Yeah, terribly. But Maybe anyway. they'll throw the lemon back the right way now. I don't anyway, know. Anyway, I still like Byler's, but... I really like Federal Donuts in Philly. They make them fresh when you order. And they're not anything crazy filled with anything or topped with anything. They're just kind of a classic cake donut with my favorite cinnamon sugar. And they're just delicious. They are hot and yummy. Federal Donuts. And there's multiple locations in Philly. So Federal Donuts started, well, what they do is they do donuts and fried chicken. Mm -hmm. And they actually have an incredible fried chicken sandwich. Yes, yes, they do. If you want, their chicken is awesome. I don't like their fried chicken pieces as much as I like the fried chicken sandwich. But go get a fried chicken Mm -hmm. sandwich and get a donut. I mean, it's not really, it's a weird combo, you (laughs) think, but then you're. No, it's like chicken and waffles. Well, yeah, and then you do think like, wait, what is better than donuts and fried chicken unless you put ice cream in there too? No, ew, ew, Which, ew. Not in it, but I mean, you <laughs> ate ice cream also. Dude, and then you it. have a heart attack. There's always room for ice cream, <laughs> which brings it to my number five, which is, I mean, technically not ice cream. This is why I've never done my favorite ice cream podcast because I have yet gelato. to figure out if I can put gelato in I, that podcast or if can. it has to be a separate podcast. No, I think you can. Well, you did intro the uh, yeah. I'm the boss. Today, so you make the I'm rules. the boss. So um, my you number can five. We're heading to Ljubljana, uh, Ljubljana, Slovenia, and that is. We, I tried six or seven places here in this small little. Uh, there's <laughs> yes, not. Ma- you I, th- did. I tried all of them. Yes, I tried every, every single gelato. Single place. gelato shop. And uh, Gelateria Romantica was my second favorite. So that's number five on my list. Great little spot. Now, Heather got the waffles and gelato, and the waffle was not great. Yeah, so because just stick to no, the I, didn't, I didn't even get gelato on it, did I? Oh, you I just, just got, got, got a waffle with... because we'd had so much ice cream this day. I did eat four different gelato places eat. in a span of three hours. Yeah, I couldn't eat any more gelato. And yeah, the waffle wasn't super good, but it was 11 o'clock at night, and so I don't think it was very fresh. Yeah, so if you went earlier, but they have but, crazy flavor, like like cool, very fresh flavors that you're not going to find anywhere else. So and they're and they're very good. Um, it's not my number one because we'll be getting to to that. But Gelateria Romantica, very 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 good gelato. And in fact, I'm just going to give you a little gelato rundown if you haven't listened to our <laughs> Slovenia one. Uh, the one that everyone says is the best, cacao. Yeah, is okay. So, is so. okay. It's not on my list. It's not on my list either. So Gelateria Romantica better, and then 
you're going to hear about the by far the best one. Um, but yeah, Gelateria Romantica, it's right there. Go get it. Was it was good. It was good. It, it's a good little spot. Um, and I can't remember the one flavor I had that was really unique. There, there was something with like balsamic or something. I don't know. It was great. Just check it out. Cool. My number four again. It's a donut. <laughs> There's a. This is a donut heavy list. Yeah, well, for you. <laughs> well, it can't all be ice cream, Trav? I, so my number four. Can, can it not be all ice cream? I, it could all be ice cream. Some people out there don't like ice cream. I know it's shocking. I do have something but, that's not ice cream okay. coming up all in, right. a, in a few minutes. My number four: Cardam Donuts in Vancouver. It's a great donut shop. It's also next to a really cool brewery. So you can do a bang bang, which this year I did not do because I was pregnant. But on a previous trip to Vancouver, I got donuts and then went to the brewery next door. And it's a really nice combination. I'm not going to lie. But they have my favorite at Cardam's is the Earl Grey donut. It's just delicious. It's like light. It almost feels healthy because it's like, you know, Earl Grey tea. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not healthy. But it's Does really it feel healthy. Though? No, no. I just, it doesn't feel super heavy, though, because it doesn't have, you know, tons of toppings on it. But they do experimental things and they do donuts of the month. So they change it up. But they always have that Earl Grey donut, which is my favorite. I this is where we agree to disagree. I mean, you are more of a donut fanatic. So I guess I have to give it to you. But I I the donuts were just okay there. I don't know. I know that a lot of people love that place in Vancouver. I thought it was just okay, and I didn't really like the Earl well, Grey, but I, I also do don't like remember tea. when you and Courtney and I went to Thirty Three Acres, and you guys indulged quite heavily in the booze, and I was sober because I was pregnant, and we happened to stop at at. At Carnum's Donuts to get donuts before we got on the ferry, and you house those donuts. Oh, I'm not saying I didn't eat. We them. have to be I'm drunk just... to enjoy them. What? I <laughs> I enjoy donuts. I, I even when I don't enjoy food, I eat it. Hence, why All I need right. to lose weight. I mean, that's okay, the, okay. We're not going to get into self help podcast here, but uh, <laughs> there's some there's some issues there that if I don't enjoy something that much and I'm still eating like three of them, probably shouldn't do that. Um, something I do enjoy a lot of. Another shout out to a family member. Um, number four on my list, and this was on my list last year, I believe. Family member shout out. And this hmm. was my sister's oh, cheesecake. The cheesecake. I love the cheesecake. cheesecake. And I've I've had a lot of really good cheesecake in my life. My sister, she's she's a better cook than my mom. All right, so let's get that <laughs> out of the way. But you know, she's not like she's a baker by profession or anything. She enjoys baking and cooking here and there, but she makes an awesome, awesome cheesecake. I'm not sure what it is. It's really simple. There's no chocolate or you know toppings on it. It's a classic New, New York. York cheesecake with an awesome graham cracker crust. And I don't know why, but I like cheesecake. But if I have a slice of cheesecake, usually I'm like, okay, that's I'm good. Like even yeah. me, an overeater, I'm good. Cheesecake's heavy. I have hers. I'm like, I just want to keep eating this whole thing. So um, my sister's cheesecake. She makes it usually on the holidays. She'll probably be moving back to the U.S. pretty soon. Uh, probably. No, she is. She is. <laughs> she okay. is. In two weeks, she'll be here. Okay. Woo! So Maybe our sister should open a bakery together. So, I, listen, I mean, hopefully she makes me a cheesecake, or hopefully not. I just complain about cookies. Cheesecake's even worse to have around. So, All right. But my sister's cheesecake, my number four. Okay, my number three, and I swear this is my last donut on okay. the list, okay? But this donut, oh, man, Pip's donuts in portland 
They are so good. They're also just these little mini donuts. And we first had them. They have a food truck that they go to events. And we were at the World Domination Summit. And they had this food truck at the closing party. And I, I can't believe that all the times I've been in Portland, I had no idea about Pips. And I wouldn't have even known about them if it wasn't for this food truck. Because everybody always talks about voodoo donuts in Portland. Voodoo. Not a fan. No, not at all. Also, there's another one... I can't remember what it is, but that everyone else like just the glazed blue star. star, Yeah. Blue star, which is also good, but I like pips better. They're mini donuts. They have seasonal flavors, but they have, you know, like, um, cinnamon with Nutella, just all these really delicious. It's, it's just, and again, they make them fresh to order. They and are. You guys can so see Heather good. right now. She has her <laughs> hand, her head in her hands, shaking it. Just as if like, she's just, I wish I was there eating these right now. <laughs> she just looks kind of happy, but forlorn that it's on the other side of the country. <laughs> They're oh, so man, good. That's tough. So um, good. Really quickly, if you guys want to know that my sister's cheesecake recipe, because I don't know it, tweet her at C S E E Gale G A L E Go G O C Gale Go. Tweet her. She'd love it. Get that cheesecake recipe, yeah. make it, see if it's as good as I say, because I, I really think it is. I, mean, I don't know, maybe it's the love she puts in. Pips donuts, all right, so <laughs> you're on the donut kick, so I yep. gotta stay on the ice cream kick. Okay. My number three, rain or shine in Vancouver. So again, tried a lot of ice cream places in Vancouver. A lot of people like Ernest the best for me, that was third behind Rooster, which I already mentioned, and rain or shine in Vancouver. So, And actually, our friend Courtney, who lives there, was a big Ernest fan too, until we went to Rain or Shine, she'd been there before. But we went one night, and she goes, "I think this is better." Yeah, I didn't. I didn't go to Rain or Shine. No, you didn't, because so. we were out biking, and you weren't feeling well, and this that. So Rain or Shine ice cream in Vancouver was my favorite ice cream that we got in wow, Vancouver, and, and it's it was your number three on the list. It was very, very good ice wow, cream. Wow, I'm was, bummed I didn't try it. It was top notch. Um, they had the. I got a. I think I probably got two or three flavors. Let's be honest. If I'm there in the name of research, I have to get it. But the chocolate peanut butter was, I remember having that and thinking, yep, this is exactly what chocolate wow. peanut butter should taste like. Hmm. And they're really sweet there. And the line was way shorter than at Ernest. Yeah, too. Ernest. So. I mean, we were there on a Sunday, but we waited like 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. So Yikes. So rain or shine, a good alternative to Ernest. Mm-hmm. I would recommend you try them all for yourself. Of Ernest, course. Rooster, of and rain or shine. In the name of research. And if you do know your Vancouver ice cream, tweet us. Let us know at Pack of Peanuts, which is your favorite. Awesome. So my number two, and honestly, I feel like our top twos might be the same. Is, Maybe. is your number two salt and straw? Yes. Yes. And then I also know what your number one will be. So number two, salt and straw. Obviously, we talk about salt and straw a lot. It's it, our favorite. It's It was our favorite. It's still my favorite ice cream in the world. Mm-hmm. My favorite ice cream in the world. That being said, we had it in Portland because we were in Portland for three weeks. So we I probably had it maybe seven or eight times in three weeks. My issue with salt and straw this last time that we had it, Hath, I think I told you, was that it seemed to melt very quickly. Yeah. So the, the flavor was still incredible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the one location, on the one on Alberta, Alberta Street, Street, it was soft. It was always it soft. It was really soft. They put it in and it would start melt right away. Now, we were there in the summer, but it, doesn't matter. it would melt yeah. very quickly. Like so, before you could eat it. So that, that does like kind of knock it down a little bit because you don't want to have to like hurry through eating your ice cream and have it be right. melty and soggy. Exactly. But and still amazing I, The flavor ice cream. profile yep. still incredible. The people 
incredible. Yeah. The ice cream overall, very, yeah. very good. And, you know, we had it in L.A. too because now they have salt and straw in, in California because uh, it's so good. Obviously, they've branched out. And the one in L.A. was absolutely delicious and not melty. So Right. That was my issue. The one on Alberta Street. And that's the one we went to every time because we were staying right around there. So we actually didn't go to the old one or the original one or whatever on 23rd. Um, I wanted to go f- again in the name Just of research to compare, to compare but, but the line's super long so there. Long. So we went to the one out on Alberta Street and some of the time it wasn't as melty but it, it was just more melty than normal. And that knocked it down. I mean, knocked listen, it down salt to number sh- two only. Well, so, yeah, salt and straw <laughs> to me was a five out of five. Yeah. And that might have knocked it down to like a 4.85. Gotcha. Because the flavor's still good. It just, maybe the, maybe we were just hitting at a bad time. I don't know. I did ask the girl, like after this happened two or three times, like, can you get me the stuff at, maybe from the bottom? Like <laughs> I was asking, I'm like, this is melting a little quick. Can you get me the stuff from the yeah. bottom? Maybe it's a little harder packed. It seemed to work a little better. But yeah. if you guys are listening from Salt and Straw, your ice cream is incredible. I, if you ever open one in Philly, I would be through the roof. It'd be amazing. But something on Alberta Street's Maybe making like, it melt a little bit. Turn up the cold factor. Yeah, on turn that up freezer. the cold factor. Just like two, two, three <laughs> we degrees. Sound turn so it so obnoxious. We love you, Solomon. When you're an ice cream connoisseur, <laughs> you can say these kind of things. <laughs> All and right. I, I am. We are ice cream connoisseurs. Well, you for sure definitely are. When you eat this much ice cream mm-hmm. and you like it this mm-hmm. much, yeah, you're kind of Well, sore. I think that you should roll us on into number one. So we have the same number one, I guess. I'm surprised that this, not surprised that this was your number one. It was so amazing, so it doesn't surprise me. I just didn't know you liked it as much as I did. Here's how I know it's my number one, Heth. Describe the piece. It's, it's Vigo Gelato mm-hmm. in Ljubljana, Slovenia. Did I ever imagine that Slovenia would have such a crazy, awesome gelato scene? No. No, because I mean, we love gelato. I don't I think I might like it more than ice cream because just for whatever reason it doesn't taste as heavy. It always comes in smaller scoops. And when we were in Italy, we went to some amazing gelato places. Oh, yeah. Places. I mean, definitely. But I mean, in Florence, Ugh. Gelateria de Neri oh, or Macarai, I mean, I thought So good. I thought these places are the best gelato can ever get. And I do have to say that we haven't been to those places in like two or three years so if you had them side by side with vigo i all i, I know i don't know but vigo know is amazing is describe to people if you remember what happened when i first when i took that first bite of vigo because <laughs> here's the thing people downplayed vigo a bit yeah they they're like well, we oh. didn't even go until like our fourth day I know. in Slovenia. shame on us shame it's on us because people are like cacao is really good that's the best one gelateria no, no. romantica um so I go to Vigo and I get their Pinot, which is like a peanut butter type. They first off they have about 12, 13 flavors, all with all different components. In it. The Pinot one was great. It was like peanut butter and caramel. I don't and remember what else. I think and hazelnut. Maybe. Yeah, and then they had the Vigo, which was like their oh no, the Vigo one. is the hazelnut one. Yes. <gasps> oh, and it's so, so good. I got Pinot it's and so Vigo. Good. Of course, I got two scoops. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first bite I had of that, were you just like wow? Wow. I feel like you just kept saying, yeah, I kept saying wow, wow and then I looked over at you and, I said, and over again. This is the best ice cream or gelato <laughs> I've ever had in my life. I just knew it from the instant yeah. I had it. And it was. It was love at first taste. It, you know when you like something so much that you say like nothing is good? This is the best. I don't. I know I don't have it side by side with everything that I've ever eaten before. So, I mean, is it a true, true comparison? No. But you'd never be able to have them side by side because one's in Florence and one's in Slovenia. But... 
when I had that, I thought, this is better. This it, is better than salt and straw so to me. so good. Again, it's gelato, so it's a little different. But better than salt and straw, better than La Carai, better than Gelateria Denari, those two in Florence that I love. It It is my number one frozen treat dessert of all time. Of all time. And obviously, therefore, it's our number one from last year, 2017. Yeah. And so... Keep sending us pictures, folks, <laughs> because we have gotten in the last, since we've come out with this about Vigo, we've gotten at least three or four tweets from people at Vigo, including one this past week. Someone sent me a picture. Goes, it's pretty cold here in Slovenia. And they're bundled up and they just have a thing of Vigo and they're, whole, and they're like, but we're still eating Vigo. So um, keep sending us those pictures of you guys tweeted as pack of peanuts when you're at Vigo in Ljubljana and get your butt to Vigo. It is the best gelato in the world in the that world. i've had and i really honestly can't imagine something being bad it's <laughs> well, that good on that note on that note thank you guys for listening uh to our best desserts podcast always a fun one to record we've are going to be rolling into our best beer podcast as well so again these kind of mini episodes are supposed to be mini we we imagine they're going to be 15 minutes of course they're a little longer than never. that but they're never as short as we think desserts. but you guys must like it because you keep listening and we love you for that yeah and we're talking desserts so um tweet us your favorite desserts from 2017 let us know we're always up for traveling especially when it comes to traveling to find some awesome desserts and uh, don't forget we've got a ton of other year in review podcasts so our first one was our travel stats second one was travel superlatives then our best meals then heather did an episode with me but she was running the episode there of her best coffee and wine we just did our best desserts that's what you listen to we're going to do a best beers one and then we're going to do a full-length episode on our best experiences of 2017, as, long, as well as a full-length episode on our 2018 travel wish list. Where do we want to go in 2018? What is our number one? So keep listening. We've got a lot more Year in Review podcasts. We really appreciate it. Don't forget, if you guys are traveling, Tritsuka Backpacks, use that promo code EPOP and get 10% off. And of course, until next time. Happy free travels. I'll show you Paris soon.